0: The F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of the SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com SGP. That's IPVanish.com SGP. And make sure you're in our new Discord server. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. <laughs> Get ready for speed.
1: You just wait sunshine, you just wait.
0: Get ready for the passion.
1: To whom it may concern. You.
0: Get ready for the raw emotion. ragazzi! Grazie, grazie! Grazie, dai! Forza Ferrari! Get ready. For the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. I just, I feel like I want this ethereal entrance. Like, I just want us to be lowered from the ceiling and like this dramatic Cody and Rod here on the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, Cody, we're back for episode two, my friend to cover some more F1.
1: We're back. I guess, uh, they said we did good enough on episode one that they brought us back for number two. So, uh, that's a good sign, right? You know, it's about uh, the best sign. That's a, that, that uh, intro that's fucking legit. When we recorded last week, we didn't have that already in to, to listen to it before we recorded. Dude, I'm fucking pumped (laughs) up and ready to go now. Like, (laughs) (laughs) That <laughs> you did such a great job on that, and it's just all of it together perfect, man. I, Thanks, it's, it's great, I love it. Gets me excited to talk about some F1, and uh, yeah, glad to be back.
0: Yeah, I and shout out to all you guys in the Discord that uh, absolutely enjoyed the intro as well. Uh, you know, I, I just when I was putting it together, I thought to myself, I listened to the F1 theme, right? The, the actually intro to the F1, and I thought. I got to do something a little along the lines of this and, and make it sound close enough, but not, you know, right. Obviously can't use the actual theme music because we're, we're <laughs> professionals. We, we try to stay away from that kind of stuff, but yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. Love the Ferrari! Oh my god, that one gets me pumped up every time. I'm like, oh. uh, yeah.
1: So got it, and, and you know, to whom it may concern.
0: <laughs> Fuck you! I know. You know? <laughs> I love
1: that too. I mean, yeah. My daughter I feel goes that way a lot. So. My daughter goes.
0: Do you have to pick stuff with bleeps in it? Is that is that the rule? And I was like, Nah, baby. That's just how it's out. Because if you listen to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, it does the same in the beginning. So. Uh-huh. Uh, i was like nah that's just a coincidence but uh all right listen guys we want to thank you all for listening to episode one it's amazing how many of you guys came over from nascar gambling and then those of you that stumbled on it just on its own uh because if you google f1 gambling we're the only uh, show in town to be honest with you that's the only one we've found so far so uh if you were looking for f1 gambling and finally found us Sorry it took us halfway through the season to get there. Sorry we still got a two-week break until the next race. But, hey, man, we are so happy to be covering F1 for you because, I mean, it was a lot of fun last week, Cody, and, and I think that race was a great introduction to those folks who may not have paid attention to what was going on because we didn't see one driver run away with the race, and, in fact, we saw the winning driver go from P10 all the way to P1 and win this race. It was it was highly entertaining, to say the least.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I had a few people that reached out and said they hadn't really paid attention to F1 yet and they hadn't watched. And then they listened to our show, got them a little bit invested. They watched it and they're hooked now. And that's, you know, that's how it's, it's been lately. F1 is really catching on. People are giving it a chance. And once they do just can't quit it because it is so good. And yeah, it was a great race. Max obviously starts 10th, 10th place works his way all the way through the field Ferrari again just their horrible pit strategy and calls and man just shooting themselves in the foot every stinking week and that's that's exactly what we talked about last week that's why we said and man I mean we'll get into it when we break down the bets but when Max Verstappen drops to seven to one whatever you were able to get him out later on in the week man that was juicy I was so happy to see that and obviously when it cashed and everything it was great but uh yeah I, you know again a good show put on by F1 these guys some of the best in the world and and you know they did it did it well again we had a good first week with our pits uh, our picks and analysis and uh yeah so makes, makes me feel a little better. Like maybe we do know what we're talking
0: about. Yeah. It's funny. Cause sometimes it's just racing is racing, right? I mean, it, it regardless of it's four wheels, two wheels, open wheels, no wheels. Like it's hard to go racing with no wheels, but even still, if there's, <laughs> if there's anything to race, hey, boat racing, there boat racing, <laughs> yeah, you go. See, done. Airplanes, whatever. Air, okay. We can race with no okay. wheels. It's possible. <laughs> Horse racing, right? Oh, uh, that yeah, wait, we, no, we got a channel that covers that already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check out the OTB over here on the sports gambling podcast network. They'll get you going on that. But yeah, again, racing is racing and you know you you sort of be you're able to handicap drivers much in the same way across most of the disciplines and you know it that's just the way it works and and that what we know from nascar translates well to at formula one because it's racing and and at the end of the day you're trying to cross the finish line first that's pit stop strategies that's tire strategies i mean look for nascar you get one you get one kind of tire you Just how many uh, sets that you get is another thing or, or stickers or scuffs or whatever. But you still get the same compound. You still get the same type of tire. These guys, man, I could not believe how many different tire strategies there were from medium to hard to soft, when to switch. Cody, We thought we thought rain was going to be a factor in this race. And at the very end, it was. And it actually, with like three or four laps to go, had people pitting to change tires. You would never see that. in NASCAR, man, three track position is everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, and these pit stops are so freaking fast. Two second pit stops. It's just, it's insane. But, but yeah, I mean, there is so many things that go into it. And that's when people stereotype racing, and obviously NASCAR gets a little more because it's, well, they just turned left all day. Like, no, no, there is so much more that goes into racing, into NASCAR, into F1 especially. So many games within the game, races within the race, and and all of that stuff makes it so much fun. And we talked about it last week. Yes, Max Verstappen has been dominating the season. Yes, he'd won seven of, 12, of 11 races or whatever. Now it's like eight of 12, whatever it is. But... We told you there's other ways you can bet on this, other angles you can get in on. We hit some of those angles. We cashed a bunch of bets in our first episode. Is every episode going to go that way? I'd like to hope so. (laughs) Probably not. But again, it's a good way to start off and to show everyone whether you're new to it or whether you've been around F1 for a long time. There are so many other ways to look at the race. And even if it was something where Max starts in the front and just runs away with it, There's so many other things to keep your eye on. Pit stops, fastest laps, all these other things within the race that help keep it exciting for you. And you know, you get to the DFS side of things, the fantasy side of things, all these other games within the games that just make any game, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's baseball, racing, it doesn't matter what it is. That's where gambling, fantasy sports come into it and and just give you another level of learning the game and following things and everything. And that is that is what I love so much about this side of things is, you know, even if the game football game is a blowout, like, I need that guy to catch another ball. Oh, no, he dropped it. Just rush for one more yard. Come on, you're so close. Like, and, and, again, same thing in racing. There's so many things within it that, that make it so much more exciting, help you get more invested, make you feel like you're part of it and you're getting something from it because you are. And so, yeah, it's, it's all just just great.
0: And, and what's amazing to me is that, you know, obviously, okay, look, we're recapping the Hungarian Grand Prix just so we don't bury the lead here. That happened last week in Hungary. And, you know, the, when you look at what actually happens, and we talked about tire strategy, but pit strategy too, you would never think to make a NASCAR race on one pit stop. But more than half the field did. In this instance, only a few did three uh, actual stops. And it's just incredible to me that they even made it on one stop at all, let alone two, let alone three. I mean, there's 70, what was it, 72 laps total uh, in the end. But even still, like, it just, it blows my mind. And and also, too, if if this was one of your first times watching, the, the pit strategies really hinged on how... The, the gap was between them and the next car, because in NASCAR, it's like the pack is the pack, right? And it's difficult to kind of separate yourself enough to say, okay, well, if I take this, I'm, I'm probably not going to go a lap down, or I mean <laughs> how heaven forbid you even lose a position on some of these stops, right? They're far enough ahead where they could take a stop, pull out, and still keep their position. I was like, oh, I was so blown away by that, and it was just incredible to, to see how that different types of strategy um, played out on the track, and then of course just the maneuverability of these cars, man. It it just it you they the DRS was something I learned about that little extra oomph that you can use to get around a car and and, and try to stick like that little turbo boost that you get in in video games. Um, that was another fascinating part. So many things, Cody, that made me so extremely excited about this race in particular, and just now knowing that we're digging deeper to, to try to get people into the sport even more that, I mean, I'm hooked, man. I'm hooked.
1: I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad you're, you're fully in and, and on board. And it's, yeah, again, it's been a lot of fun as someone who, who didn't know much about F1, hadn't followed it much, a, a little bit, even, you know, the last couple of years, kind of paying attention, but really diving into it. It's, it's been such a blast. And, and yeah, again, there's just so many angles, so many things to watch and yeah, I've, I've been loving it. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad they let us come back and do a second episode. We're even going to get our own, uh, our, our own feed here within the next week or so. So, uh, man, we're really get hitting the big time, I guess.
0: Ooh, Spoiler alert too, man. We are going to roll out the sexy look I'm, I'm, I love our NASCAR gambling podcast, uh, logo, but Cody, I'm telling you right now. This is Dude, the sexiest one. on the network. Oof,
1: yes. They just sent us the graphic. I think <sighs> it was yesterday and man, oh man, I can't wait till we can get some gear in the, in the SGP store for that. Cause, uh, I'll be ordering up, up quick on that stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's this logo. It's super sexy. It's beautiful. So it'll, it'll be dropping here soon. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited. Uh, you know, again, like you said, a little late to the game, get, you know, halfway through the season, but, uh, I feel like we're, we're stepping in at the right time and build momentum now, finish the season strong, and then ready to go when next season gets here.
0: Hell, yeah. We need fire suits. That's what we need, uh, definitely. All right, we're going to break down this race. We made bets, by the way, on this, and uh, we're going to actually go over the results of those in our second segment of the of the show, and then we'll wrap the show up with some news and some notes and some fun stuff as we, again, we don't have a race for a couple of weeks, so. Sorry about that. We got you all excited and, you know, here we are for a couple weeks Biden time. But I promise we're still going to have some great content and we're going to continue to talk about a fantastic weekend of racing. But before we come back, let's talk about win. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. Customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. You heard that right. And if you're betting baseball, along with NASCAR, along with F1, along with all the other sports that you bet, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to play and bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open. It's 24 hours a day, every day, all day. And you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Dollars Man, that is so much. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions of winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Make sure you check out our brand new Discord server. Listen, not only is it the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew, but you can have every conversation that you probably can't have with anybody else out there in the world. True DGens are speaking in our Discord channel. Not only do we have an F1... Uh, channel, but we've got the NASCAR channel. They've got spring football channel. They've got NFL channel. They've got a bar They've got crypto. They've got horse racing. They've got DJ Look it. I'm not gonna list off every single channel that we have you go find out for yourself exactly where you fit into this community I guarantee you you will be addicted in fact Maybe we should probably not Suggested you do it, but hell, come join us anyways. Have some fun talking with us. We have Discord-only chats. Keep up with our bets on race day, and so much fun uh, to be had over there. Go to com slash Discord. Get in on the conversation at com slash Discord. F1 Discord is alive and hop in, and we are talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. News actually popping off in the F1 world over the uh, course of the break here so yeah i heard a lot of f1 fans saying ah this is uh, already a great summer break and so here we are <laughs> diving headlong yeah. into it
1: yeah exactly yeah they might be taking a few weeks off from racing but uh taking time off from news definitely not the case plenty plenty of stuff going on and and you know kind of silly season time as everybody looks ahead to next year as well getting ready so Man, we got we got plenty of stuff to talk about. That's that's a good thing.
0: Hell yeah, we do. I'm telling you right now, it, it's crazy because this I think the twenty-four hour news cycle has just seeped into just about every single place imaginable, up to and including sports. So we, here we are. All right. So we had bets on this. We we suggested some bets. We gave out some bets. And and Cody damn near swept the board, to be honest with you. This was this was Cody's forte. But he's been doing this for the last four or five uh well, actually, a couple months now uh, since the beginning of the season. So, Cody's on top of it. I'm, I'm getting there. I had a couple of good ones that hit. But, uh, yeah, th- th- for the most part, once again, Cody had a pretty pretty good run at it. So, uh, let's start from the beginning where, look, somebody had to start in front. And you picked Shaw Leclerc to hit the front spot of the starting grid. Cody, Cody, where did he start? Third. Yeah. So close. I know. So close. But,
1: uh, I mean, again, I, I feel like it was still a solid bet. He's been one of the fastest cars all season. I believe he was fastest in P- in practice, too. So, again, we talked about he's got speed when he unloads. They're usually quick right away. You can't trust him in the races. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon, as, as we saw again this week. But, uh, yeah, George Russell ended up snagging the pole. Um, so, congrats to him. That, that was good to see. Mercedes really has their stuff figured out but uh just slightly missed on this one but uh, again I don't feel like it was a it was a bad bet with as quick as he was in practice and and being third, he, he was right there in the
0: mix. But here's the thing, he only he ran 22 laps where George Russell ran that extra 23rd lap and Leclerc was there for a little while in fact he was uh the fastest on the track at one point. He had an 18.806 uh the final that, that was in qualifying one. Qualifying one for Russell, uh, 1 minute, 18.407. So we're talking like tenths of a second here. Uh, In fact, in in qual three, it was uh, LeClaire with 1 minute, 17.567. Russell, 1 minute, 17 seconds, 0.377. So we're literally talking tenths of a second, like barely, uh, a couple of tenths of a second off the pace. So, yeah, you want to talk about as close as it could possibly be that was it. And, again, it was looking good for Leclerc for a little while, too, because he actually did uh, look like he was going to get the pole and, and could have maybe if he would have been able to put one more lap on before qualifying was over. So, yeah, it was a rough one. But, you know, again, it's it was a rough one for Max for stopping as well. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, those Red Bull guys. Uh, but speaking of Red Bull, I had Red Bull as the fastest pit stop, and holy hell – did they not only get the fastest pit stop of this race, but I think they got the fastest pit stop of the season so far at 2.19 seconds. It wasn't Verstappen, but it was Perez who got the fastest pit stop. And I watched that pit stop happen. And once again, Cody, it just it, it blows my mind how quickly these things unfold. And And the guy literally was like, up, on, down, you're gone. And in fact, it took me longer to say that. Than it did for the actual pit stop to happen. So, congrats to Red Bull for for snagging that and for winning the first bet of the week uh for us at uh
1: -125. Yeah, exactly. You you hit it head on. They've been good all season on pit stops. Did it again this week with the I mean, that is so freaking fast. It's unbelievable how quick these pit stops are. How amazing and good they look when they do them. And yeah, you were right on. So, uh Man, you're already an F1 betting expert, Ron.
0: Hell yeah! Well, look, and so even Verstappen's pit stop was 2.33. It was it was third best on the day. Uh, McLaren snuck in there with a 2.26. So uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely Red Bull. I, I said it too. It was Red Bull last year. It's Red Bull this year. Some something about Hungary they've got figured out in that pit stall. Uh, but boy, that, like I said, that was just a whirlwind of a pit stop. I loved watching that happen. The choreography is just so intense. And yeah, there's a couple of really like long pit stops too. And I was surprised uh to, to watch a couple of them that were what four seconds and you know, I said, Oh man, Yeah,
1: you- yeah a four a four second pit stop <laughs> is a really long pit stop. But hey, it's twice as long, I guess. Huh? All right.
0: I was like, Man, you you lost a lap, didn't you, buddy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh all right. Well, so that was that was luckily our first one of the day. Well, not it was one the first one of the day, but yeah, yeah, I think it was actually. Um, all right, so Cody, you actually gave out a Mercedes double top six finish, and this one you caught a little bit of slack for in the uh, in the old Discord channel, but you hung by your your bets, and uh, guess what? Not only was it a double top six, but it was a double top three, Cody. So you even have yeah. This has
1: been this has been one of my favorite bets all season. I cannot stop betting it, and you're laying a good bit of juice, but as we always say you only Only pay pay the the juice juice if you lose lose. by (laughs) the way i talked to jake about that and we're getting a shirt made so uh that's gonna be super fun but um yeah I, i mean mercedes double top six finish it's minus 250. it did spark a lot of conversation i got some messages man you feel comfortable giving out a minus 250 bet are you sure about stuff like that and it just i stuck with my guns and and mercedes started the week slow they didn't look that good right away and yeah, the Discord was was popping a little bit. It's not Mercedes week, and I stuck to my guns. I was hoping they didn't make me look bad. And uh, luckily, you got George Russell uh, winning the poll then. And yeah, I mean, Lewis Hamilton looked very good there late. Um, and we'll talk about him more here in a minute on, on another bet we made. But but yeah, again, two weeks in a row where they've had a double podium finish, let alone the, the double top six. So they've just been... With, with ferrari and red bull you know they're going to be good but but there's so many times where one of the cars doesn't finish or one of the cars has problems one of the cars doesn't stay up in the top six and these guys lewis at the beginning of the season not as much but russell has finished top six every single race this season other than the british gp where he got out of his car to check on his fellow racer and was not allowed to continue Stupid rule, but rules are rules. So he didn't get it that one. But every other race he's been there and the way Lewis has been running the last couple of weeks now, they've really figured their shit out and they are just, again, the most complete team. And then, yes, they haven't gotten the wins yet, yet, because they're coming, I think. But but they're so consistent week in and week out. Now the juice might end up being too much next time (laughs) to, to end up in for it. So this might have been the last time to hit that one but again you only pay it if you lose you haven't lost most of the time when you've taken it and it's paid off so so yeah i i you know uh what i've learned in, in f1 betting is sometimes you you just have to pay the juice on certain things and that's just how it is and and you're gonna hit those more often than you're gonna do when you pay the juice in nascar or something like that a lot of times if something's super juiced up in nascar it's just not worth it or or sometimes the favorites we talk about a lot aren't necessarily worth taking. F1's a lot different, and again, we'll get to that when we get to the winner. He was one of the favorites, and it wasn't long odds, but you're hitting those bets so often that they pile up over time, and even if you miss one here and there, it still pays out in the end, and as we'll get to again in a minute, we can still find some longer shot ones that hit as well and end up with a great day.
0: Look, and the difference is you may not be eating like New York's Trim steak. I don't. I don't even know what the mo- most expensive cut. Wagyu beef. You may not be eating wagyu. Yeah, I
1: don't. I don't shop in that. I was
0: gonna say. <laughs> I'm like a, a round chuck kind of a guy. You you might at least be eating some skirt steak. I, you What's know? on sale today? I'll take. It. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I. Uh, I don't even know. In fact, like when I look at it, I'm just like, uh, I, yep. I'll pick it. But yeah, yeah. At the very least, you'll cash. You may not be eating wagyu, but you'll you'll be eating something decent at least. You know, maybe you'll get a nice Carl's Junior. Six dollar burger. I don't know. Are we allowed to say that? I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Hey, sure. Whatever. Hey,
1: Carls Jr., hit us up if
0: you want to sponsor Seriously, the show. I'll take it. Look at we're NASCAR <laughs> fans. We everything's for sale for us.
1: It's, exactly.
0: Uh, we'll, our, we'll put sponsors all over the place. That's how motorsports <laughs> runs. Uh, all right. So it's true too. Uh, all right. I gave out Charles or oh, Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc to win the free practice number one at plus one ten. Unfortunately. That did not hit. In fact, uh, he was not the, even the second fastest in that practice. He was the third fract- uh, third fastest. But, but, Cody, where was he the fastest in practice? Practice two. two. You were one off. So close.
1: He held back. So, that again, I practice. think I, th- I think that shows you were on the right track. We talked about it. They unload fast. They look good every week in practice, in qualifying. Again, it's the races. You cannot trust them, mostly due to their strategy calls, and and they've had a lot of – equipment malfunctions and whatnot this year as well but but they unload fast they're quick right away one practice off missed it but again i don't think it was a bad bet at all
0: no i don't either and i'd make it again because i just like i said i was looking back through the practice reports and and he was always one of the fastest ones if not the fastest just about every single week right out of the gate so yeah it took him one extra practice to to get up to be the the top dog maybe i should have just tried to to give out Practice one, and then practice two, and then I would have hedged. But now I know. Now I know. Right? We're learning as we go. go. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, but here's where you hit. This was the big hit of the day. This was the. the it was the big money,
1: money that could have been massive money. We were close. Yeah. It was. But yeah, fastest lap, Lewis Hamilton. It was plus eight fifty. um Again, Mercedes looked very good despite their slow start to the weekend, which that's something to note too. Going forward, they've had that a couple of times. Where they've looked slow and it's like, yeah, oh, it's going to be a bad weekend. They're complaining. I read an article. They're complaining about the cars. They think they suck. That's like Kyle Bush at NASCAR, where he says his car's bad. Bet on him because it's going to end up being good. And it seems to be that way with Mercedes as well. If, if they're not liking their stuff, it's going to end up being pretty good. So, but yeah, fastest lap plus 850. That hit. Um, Lewis Lewis had the fastest lap towards the end of the race there. And I gave out, along with that, fastest lap and a win 50 to 1 he finished second. So if you're finishing second, now it wasn't right with Verstappen at the end there, but things could have been slightly different. Man, a 50 to 1 on the first episode would have been real nice, but uh 850 to 1, I'll take it. That was uh, you know, it, it paid off and it just the way that Mercedes has been running and and the way that 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 program has been, the way Lewis has really come around after a slow start to the season. We knew they were going to be fast, we knew they were going to look good. You know, we gave him out a little bit to win as well, and he was close, especially for the odds you were getting him at. Didn't quite get it done, but the fastest lap was still there. Again, this is where you're able to hit those long shots even when the same guy wins. That's won a
0: ton already. That's the thing, too, uh, and that – I had myself muted. God, rookie moves, guys. <laughs> rookie moves. Uh, so, yeah, that and then that kind of leads right into – I'll just wrap up. The last of my bets, because we were talking about Mercedes, and that's where the last of my bets went. I had Mercedes as the winning team at plus 650, and then more specifically, I had Lewis Hamilton to win at plus 900. And just like Cody said, I mean, look, Lewis Hamilton finished second. Right, George Russell finished third. Mercedes was second and third in this. And were it not for a Herculean effort by Max Verstappen to actually get to the front and stay to the front, and of course, you know, the various pit strategies that happen as well uh, along the way. We would have been talking about Mercedes winning this race, but you just can't stop Max Verstappen, man. It's just that guy figures out how to get his car where it needs to be at the end of the race, and it just... The way he drove, and I know that we'll get into more of it in a second, but the way he drove and just did not lose his... I mean, obviously, on the radio, he was kind of losing his cool every once in a while, but for the most part, it never showed on the track. You know, you heard it in his voice, but you never saw it on the track. The dude's just as cool as a cucumber, rolling through at a million miles an hour, and, and yeah, I mean, like I said, we're not for him... Driving all four wheels off of that car, I think they were medium by the end of it. uh, Then, you know, Mercedes would have won and we would have been able to cash those bets. But instead, Cody, we cashed your winner.
1: Yeah. And again, I mean, you got those odds at plus 650 for Mercedes, plus 900 for Hamilton. You were really close to double dipping and hitting both of those. So again, on the right track. If you're giving out more than one winner a week, obviously you're not going to be able to hit all of them. So, I mean, but you're finding good value. And the fact that they finished second and second and third for the Mercedes part of it shows that you were correct in your thinking they were going to be good. They were going to be close. Now, you know, if anybody can ever touch Max Verstappen, we don't know. And that's why he was my pick to win, plus 185. And so I think that something to to note too. I mean, we're, we obviously, we're going to be giving you picks earlier in the week before practices start, before qualifying starts and and things are going to change, but sometimes, and it is good to change with practice and qualifying and adjust when you see somebody's on or somebody's off, but sometimes going back to the analysis before you get your mind tainted with practice and qualifying is a better way to look at things because we talked about Max and everything well then all of a sudden he qualifies p10 and everybody loses their mind now he's all of a sudden seven to one eight to one and and i gave him out a plus 185 so that's going to be my official claim but when he dropped a seven to one i loaded up i could not believe you're ever gonna bet get max at seven to one i don't care if he starts 26th in the 20 car field i'd put him in the pits for a lap i'm still gonna bet on the guy you know what i mean like so when he dropped it was like oh my goodness definitely jump on it then but, you know, a lot of people overreacted and, oh, no, he's not, you know, looking good. And, again, he is the best driver right now on the best team, in the best car, and he's getting it more often than he's not. I was a little bit nervous after picking him and he qualifies 10th. I'm not going to lie. But, again, when the odds shifted then, I dumped back in and, and got the big odds as well. So it ended up being a really good cash and day hitting the 850 with Lewis and then hitting the plus 185 with Max and also getting it later in the week at the 7 plus 700 but just something to to pay attention to going forward especially with Max and i think with some other drivers you know if they don't qualify as well then maybe you you want to adjust a little bit to your expectations for him but somebody like Max he's proven this year the way he's running he's almost unstoppable doesn't matter how bad he is and you know if it happens again and he doesn't qualify good and an odds drop again jump on it because He's shown he can get it done and he's just hard to be stopped right now and you know every week you're probably going to have to put money on either max or leclerc to win because they are the best two they are getting it done in almost all of the races and, and so you just gonna have to pick your guy you got to roll with them you got to go into the weekend this is the one i'm taking this week and have your reasons but like we talked about last week ferrari just not as reliable as Red Bull has been, as Verstappen has been. And so it paid off this week, and uh, we'll take it.
0: You know, and it's funny because I I read on the website, on the Formula 1 website, there's an article that asks about the DRS woes for uh, Lewis Hamilton. And could he have won had he not had those problems? And again, that's what we're talking about as far as, look, I mean, we gave out Hamilton to win and and could have probably beaten Verstappen if it if that wouldn't have been the issue. So, you know, we we we're, we're trying to get you the best and we talked about it too when the show for when we launched the show and we talked about Max betting on him saying, "Look, you're probably going to have to just put something on him every single week because chances are he's going to win more than he's not. Like you you're not going to have too many losing weeks betting on on Verstappen." So, you know, I, and it's Verstappen. I know there's people that pronounce it both ways. So, you know listen to the broadcast
1: yeah. max we'll just call him max we'll just but, call him uh, max. yeah <laughs> if you're here for the correct pronunciation of the drivers you might want to find another show <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah and i mean again and that's why we sprinkle a little bit on some of these longer shots and we try to find the right value because if max doesn't win that race lewis does win it and you hit that plus 900 you hit that plus 650 so even though you had money invested in max you're still going to make money because you had it invested in the correct long shot as well. And you have to bet somebody at farther odds every week because Max and, and and Leclerc are not going to win every race. Although it's been that way most of the time, but we've seen it. There's been, you know, and and other guys are going to get their wins. And and I think Lewis is going to get a win. Russell has been so close a few times. You're going to get other guys. I did give out Perez as well at 19 to one. He finished 11th. Wasn't really a factor all day, but. At 19 to one for a guy that's in the same car on the same team as Verstappen is, uh, I you know, I, I'm gonna t- continue to take that bet every week as well. But it definitely I, I think that the strategy, at least for now, and, and things may change eventually, and, and that's the thing. We're gonna adjust as things adjust. Um, but you, you're gonna have to pick who your guy is between Max and Leclerc. You pick one, you ride with them, and then you pick your one or two long shots to sprinkle in. And if your guy that you pick doesn't hit, you hope one of those guys does. And I think more weeks than not, you're going to end up being profitable. At least that's how it's been for me so far this season. So yeah,
0: I'm. That's the way we. That's the way we've rolled out in NASCAR. That's the way we're going to continue to roll out here. Uh, podiums the same as it was the in France and Hungary. It was Verstappen one, Hamilton two, and Russell three. Uh, love to see them popping champagne at the end. And, uh, and dousing each other. Uh, that was fantastic. I love what I love the best is when uh, toward the end of it, they were showing them in the, in the green room watching the race back and talking about uh, how it was going I and talking
1: cool. about it. Yeah, that's, that's super cool. And that's something that, that really separates f One is like all the pageantry afterwards with the podium thing. And then you get all these guys together and you, and you've, you know, you force them to talk about it and, and, and you can see that they, they, you know, can talk to each other about it and they can relate so much to the battle they just went through. So yeah, that's another super cool thing that I really, really like about, uh, F one does things and, and, and you get to see all that post-race coverage. And, and that's just as exciting as the race almost, maybe not quite, but, but pretty close.
0: <laughs> well, at least it's warming. Let's put it that way. So, um, all right, we're going to come back. There's some news to talk about some crazy, uh, Are we signing? Are we not signing? Just uh, a couple of interesting things to to cover when we come back as we uh, just sort of wrap up the week that was in Hungary. But before we do... Let me ask you folks out there, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, or ISP, all sorts of other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish to make it easy to stay truly private and secure On the internet, IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speeds, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. So, IPVanish is so easy to use. It's super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So, go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVANISH.com slash SGP. You P. You're tired of having about 15,000 browser windows open when you're trying to shop for your best odds? Stop doing that. You only need to go to one place anymore for any of your odds shopping from NFL to CFL to whatever your sport may be. That's Odds Trader. Odds Trader gives you so much more than just a comparison of all the different books and the spreads and the lines and the over-unders. This not only does that for you, but it also gives you play-by-play updates. You get live scores and bet tracking, player statistics. It lays out for you the past performances of these teams, head-to-head matchups against each other, trends, all kinds of stuff. It's literally your one-stop shop not just lines but your betting needs in general so go right now to odds slash blue wire get yourself set up you can even track the bets that you make on odds trader (laughs) it's all free go to odds trader.com slash blue wire odds trader the number one site for all of your game day bets and it's fun to track, especially when you are winning, which is what we try to continue to do here on our various podcasts up to and including this new F1 gambling podcast in episode two. But Cody, there's already stuff going on in the F1 world that seems to be making some noise. So I don't know. I'm going to give Cody's, Cody's news corner. Cody, break some of this news for us as, as we dive into F1's deeper, deeper inner workings.
1: Yeah, man. Well, it's been a crazy week. Uh, I mean, it all started Sebastian Vettel. I think I think this was announced before the race last week, but after we had already recorded. Um, four-time champion, he won the the championship from 2010 to 2013, four years in a row. Uh, he was the youngest. He's still is the youngest champion ever. Uh, he's third on the all times win list with 53 wins, uh, and you know he's he's only 35. I, that's It's crazy someone is so good, is still so young, and is hanging it up, calling it quits. Um, But obviously a a wonderful career for Vettel. Uh, He's raced for Red Bull, Ferrari, a bunch of other teams, been all over the place. So, uh, you know, it's always sad when legends retire and move on, but it does open up seats um, for some of these younger guys and and these new guys. So shortly afterwards, uh, Fernando Alonso, uh we'll move over to that team uh to replace Vettel with Ashton Martin there Uh multi-year deal and <laughs> it's funny he's 41 years old so he's six years older and he's signing up for a few more years so uh, he's also a two-time champ he won it back in 2005-2006 um so he's uh you know he uh, again another driver that has been there done that uh, been around a long time and, and done a great job so he'll be filling that seat. So that uh, obviously leaves the the Alpine seat open. So <laughs> this is where it starts to get good, and we just saw this in IndyCar, and do actually all three series: NASCAR, IndyCar, and now F1. It's it's gotten crazy. So Alpine releases an announcement. Everybody saw this coming. Oscar, I'm gonna definitely gonna butcher his name, but it's Oscar Piastri. I think is is how it is. Good job. Um, he's uh, he's the the 2021 f2 champion obviously the the step down from f1 um and and he's already on their team you know in the f2 they're like oh hey he's gonna he's gonna be the guy he's taken over we've signed him to a multi-year deal and then uh, he takes to twitter and uh, he goes yeah no (laughs) that yeah they released this uh, statement without me knowing and uh i am not driving for them and uh yeah so again basically same thing we saw happen over an in IndyCar and that whole saga is still going on with with all of that. So uh yeah, very very interesting that uh that 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 these teams keep announcing these drivers and then the drivers are like, "No, man. <laughs> That's not, this didn't happen. I didn't And with the IndyCar guy. They had thrown in a full quote from the guy and he's like, "I never said any of that." And it's like They just,
0: I don't know. Are they sure they're not getting it from video games? Like they're, they're doing it on the video games. They're like, wait, I signed you. I really did. I I signed him
1: to a contract. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's kept things fun and exciting. And then I thought it was pretty funny. So, uh, Alex Albon, uh, signed to stay on with Williams for multi-year deal. Um, and then he tweeted out, he took the, the same tweet and, and basically said, because I, I don't remember exactly I'd have to pull it up but Oscar had tweeted out I he, I'm hearing that uh, I've been signed this is not the case so so Albon tweets out I'm hearing that I've been signed this is definitely the case and I will be with this team so I thought that was pretty good uh, he kind of took and and parodied it to make to make it his own and and confirm he will be driving with them so uh, so yeah it'll be interesting to see. What other moves and shakes we kind of get here with still some guys up in the air, lots of lots of rumors uh, <laughs> who could go where, which drivers are going to be swapping seats, who might be left standing when the music stops, um, and, and where some of these these up and coming guys end up end up sliding into seats and become one of those 20 best drivers in the world that gets to pilot an F1 car on, on a almost weekly basis. Well,
0: so there's one piece of news that I am excited about, and I saw this, and you talk about uh, champions and all that. Well, uh, it it was announced that Mr. Lewis Hamilton, I'm sorry, Sir Lewis Hamilton, uh, is actually now part of the ownership for the Denver Broncos. So a little crossover action here for those of you NFL and F1 fans. Uh, So now Lewis Hamilton will own part of uh, the, the Denver Broncos to include now Russell Wilson and... I mean, the Denver Broncos starting to make some noise, not just in the NFL, but now with the F1, a little crossover action with an F1 owner. I mean, not that this means a whole, I'm sure a lot of it might be more ceremonial than anything, but uh, now we're starting to see the crossover of this happening. So as F1 starts to go a little more mainstream, what does this start to open up now? Again, you know, we're, we're now here we are in the, in the jumping in this scene and, and to our knowledge, and look, please feel free to, to tweet us. You'll find out our handles later. Jump in the Discord. Let us know if there's any other F1 gambling shows out there. We're not trying to compete. We literally just want more in the family, too. We want to be able to, to talk. We love our NASCAR community, and we're, we're really, honestly, not as competitive as, as people out there in the other sports worlds are. Like, we really want everyone to succeed, much like we, you know, if we all win money, everybody wins money. So, the fact of the matter is now F1 starting to go more mainstream, owning part of a NFL franchise. Does this go to, you know, more uh, sports ownerships? Uh, does this go to more like a, did the Denver Broncos going to be part of an F1 race at some point? You know, you're going to bring out Russell Wilson to a race or is, is Lewis Hamilton going to be at more Bronco games and, and is this going to cross-pollinate into just each other's sports? And and what does this mean for the future of F1? Because I know, again, much like soccer, F1 is not necessarily as popular in the United States as obviously NASCAR or you know even NFL, baseball, basketball, um, not even hockey. But, you know, F1's way down on the list when it comes to popularity as in terms of major sports. So how much of a bump does this give it? Does it even put it on the radar? I mean, I, I don't know what the implications is, but... It can't be nothing, right?
1: Yeah, it's great to see. And, yeah, I'm sure it's more just for for the, you know, it looks good and all that. I don't think he's got some major ownership stake. I don't think he's going to be deciding the next head coach or anything like that. But it's awesome to see, and, and we've seen it a lot in, in so many sports. I mean, Magic Johnson buying in with the Dodgers, and you got – Michael Jordan and Pipple and on NASCAR. Now that's bringing the music scene with it. That's bringing the basketball scene to NASCAR. You get all these guys that are are cross sport and promoting things and, and interlocking things. And and I mean, Lewis is is an F1 racer, huge on the, on the worldwide platform. You know, he's from across the pond. He's not even from America, any of that. And for him to, to get invested into American football And into the NFL, which is such a huge thing. It's great to see sports crossing over like that, bleeding into each other. F1 is still in its more rookie stages in the United States. It it doesn't have the fan base that it does. It's massive worldwide. It's one, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't even, it dwarfs NASCAR when you look at it worldwide. But in the United States, NASCAR is bigger. And so I think that that growing the great gambling community and it is the same it's there's so much crossover between NASCAR and F1 and I get their different sports or different disciplines and, and there's a lot of stuff that's different but there's so much crossover, especially when it comes to the gambling part of it and that's the thing with with the, the gambling part of, of it with NASCAR. I mean we've got our guy Derek that does his his show. On Twitter Spaces, the betting preview show every week. We love him. You got full tank Phil. You have all these other guys that have these shows and that are producing this product and content. And we're all just trying to work together. We're not trying to be better than the next guy, or I, you know, my picks were better than his. You got the garage guys, and I, you know, I'm working with them as well on the NASCAR side of things. It's all, you know, and Garage Guy Chase came on our show, and and we've had Derek on our show before we're all just trying to work together. And that's the same thing with the F1 betting community. And I'm trying to get out there a little more and try to get into some of these groups where these guys are already hanging out. They've been talking about F1. They're looking for a podcast. They're looking for more content. And like, we're just here to give you winners. So we don't care if we're the number one F1 gambling show, which I mean, we probably are, cause we're the great, but no, I'm just kidding. But and yeah, and that was the thing when we were talk when we started talking about it and bringing it up to the bosses, well, is there a place for this? Is there a want for this? Is there a need for this? What else is out there? And there's not much or anything out. We couldn't really find anything. And, and we'd gotten people, and obviously, I have been writing articles all year, and it says sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And so I had multiple people send me a message to say I clicked on it and it was a podcast. And it, it was just an article. And it was like, that's good feedback, though, because that's another thing that we can use to show them Hey, you know and now with the downloads we've gotten and and the people who have listened to the show and given us feedback at least for week one you liked it hopefully you're back again here for week two but we're i mean we're just here to have a blast have fun talk f1 hopefully make you some money luckily we were able to do that week one that gets us off to a good start with you knowing that we're here to give you info and learn along with you and that's That's the thing. And we're going to adjust and we're going to change things. We'll change our betting strategy. We might hit the same guy or the same thing five, six weeks in a row. And then all of a sudden not talk about him the next five or six weeks because we're going to adjust on the fly with how things are going. And we like to follow trends. And all of a sudden a guy's not doing as well. So we're here for you again. We've gotten so much feedback in the last week from the show. So thank you to everybody that's listened, that's provided that feedback. Keep giving it to us. Tell us what you like correct us where we're wrong we, we're tough guys we can take it but we're here for you to put on a show that you like that you enjoy that you want to listen to every week when your little notification pops up there's a new f1 gambling podcast we want you to you know oh yes i'm glad it's here click on it listen and all of that so we're here for you and uh yeah we hope we're we're bringing you what you want and uh, again we don't have a race for a couple of weeks but plenty of stuff we can talk about we you know we can we can look at into the future and the books are really good about getting F1 lines up in advance. <laughs> Something we're trying to work on with IndyCar. It's so hard because you don't get lines until like Friday. And it's like, come on, give us. But you're, you're already seeing lines for the next GP and everything. And it, it's weeks out still. So we can start to break that down start to look into it, dig into it. And just, yeah, there's so much, so much out there, so much content that we can provide for you, bring to you. And, yeah, we just want to grow F1 as a sport. We want to help grow it as in the betting community. Again, sports gambling is becoming a huge thing. It's becoming legal in more states each and every year. More states are finally waking up and realizing this is something we need to have. Come on, Nebraska. I'm talking to you. Get it done. <laughs> Jeez, know. you're driving me crazy.
0: Let's go, California. But, it's on the ballot this <laughs> month or this year.
1: Oh, there you go. We're finally – we're going to have our couple casinos where we'll be able to play some sports bets. So baby steps, but we're getting there. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. Uh, all right. couple of weeks out till Belgium. Just like Cody said, man, we are, we're going to keep plowing through the next couple of weeks and giving you just some good content to, to chew on till we get, to, I mean, we'll talk about the futures a little bit. It's kind of a difficult situation uh, when you look at the books, but we'll walk you through it. We'll yeah. tell you yeah, the talk about process. laying some juice huh? yeah <laughs> you're basically bathing in it, but yeah, we'll we'll get to that next week. Uh, but we'll wrap up this week by just again, I'll echo Cody's thoughts about thanking you because this show is only made possible because you guys wanted it. you guys asked for it. So many of you reached out and said let's let's go ahead and do this. You know, you're asking Cody for the, through his article, let's do this. Here we are. So, again, we are not trying to be on a pedestal. We are down in the trenches with you. And if that means that we have to do something different to go there, we are not too proud to do it. So, you know, just like Cody said, let us know what you're after because this show is not just for us. And, in fact, it's it's really not for us. It's for you guys. To to have some fun and to enjoy F1 together. So, Cody, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media and tell you that you are the greatest host of an F1 podcast gambling style that they've ever heard.
1: Yes, if you have those comments, uh, definitely send them to me on Twitter <laughs> at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, super busy week this week. Again, it's not just F1. It's not just NASCAR. I got an article out this week from the NFL. Um, Rookie of the year candidates that I really like throw, throw a little money on that and, uh, and hopefully get a nice return, um, through, through the NFL season. So I'll have more football stuff coming up, going to have car. So F1's off this week, but we got IndyCar open wheel. And, and as soon as we get a couple more lines, <laughs> I'm going to have that article out. Um, and you know, we've, we've cashed on that a couple of times Hit a 10 to one winner, Scott Dixon when the last article was out. So, so again, across everywhere, having fun, but yeah, you can, so you can follow me on Twitter at husker underscore Zeeb, the show also has its own twitter page now and that is at f1 gambling pod so you can follow us there we're getting that uh getting that up and rolling probably drop the the new logo on there here shortly so you can check that out and look forward to that being a, a staple in your podcast feed here soon as soon as we get our own feed for this so uh yeah just stay tuned
0: and uh yeah we got a lot for you Getting closer. The show description is written. The logo's just about finished. The trailer will come soon. It's 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 getting there, folks. You'll get its own feed soon. So uh, yep, keep keep an eye out, keep an eye out on this. Again, this will be on the NASCAR feed for at least one more week, but we'll get you there. We'll get our at least by Belgium, we'll we'll find that. So follow me on Twitter at RJVIAGomez. Gomez. As always, get in that Discord. We are here to talk to you and to continue to help you enjoy the F1 to help you enjoy betting on the F1 and just to have an all-around good time. So until next week, everybody, and we'll get on a more regular schedule too once Belgium starts to come around. Uh, again, this was a little bit late, later in the week, but we'll get the we'll get them in there. Plenty of time for you to, to queue up practice bets and all that other good stuff. So anyways, for Cody, for me, for everybody at the SGPN, until next week, thanks for listening. Let's go racing and let it ride.